Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. I personally was going through a tough time and decided to sign up for BetterHelp just to reach out to somebody and really talk through the problems that I was dealing with. And the therapist that I was matched with immediately made me feel hurt and helped me resolve some of the issues that I was dealing with at the time. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and that way BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether that's via phone, text, chat, video call, whatever you feel comfortable with. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at any time with no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Collective Delusion. That's BetterHelp.com slash Collective Delusion. And guys, that link will also be in the description of this episode, so make sure to scroll down and check that out. Thanks, BetterHelp. Hello, guys. Welcome to Collective Delusion. Welcome back to Collective Delusion. My name is Vanessa Casada. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourselves. I hope that this summer is starting off fun and fresh for all of you guys. I know for me, this summer, I just want to fucking relax and have fun. But for this week's episode, I wanted to play a little card game with you guys. Not really. (laughs) I'm not even going to be playing the card game. I found it online. But there's this card game called We're Not Really Strangers. It's actually this whole brand. Check out their Instagram page. They just post like motivating and inspiring things. And they created this card game where there's a bunch of questions and they're like pretty deep questions. There's actually like, they have a bunch of different card games. They have ones for like friendships, relationships. They just have a few different styles. But the one I'm gonna be playing, I guess, today is just their classic. I think it's literally just called We're Not Really Strangers. But I just thought it would be fun to kind of answer some questions this week, just because when I answer multiple questions, I'm able to cover like so many different topics. Some topics will be a little lighter, some topics will be a little deeper, there might even be some stories thrown in there, so I just think it would be fun. But let me know if any of you guys have ever played this game, especially if you played it with like a friend or a partner. Let me know if it's actually helped you guys kind of like get closer and connect more. That is really the purpose of this game, but instead of me playing it with somebody else today, I'm really just going to be like answering the questions and then you guys will get to know me more. So let's go ahead and get started. First one, what is your least favorite personality trait in a person? It's kind of starting off negative, but I promise it'll get lighter. I'm sure you guys can tell from my recent episode called Why Do People Feel Entitled? But entitlement would definitely be one of my least favorite personality traits in a person. As well as just somebody who's like very selfish or has kind of like a my way or the highway type mindset. People who are just like really stingy. I don't know. I just feel like people who move through life thinking that like everything should be catered towards them and that everything should go their way is so unrealistic, but it's also just you really don't understand how the world works. I don't know, it's just frustrating, like, trying to do anything around those types of people. 
that's definitely one of those things where if I'm hanging out with somebody new and I notice that trait in someone, I kind of start to like steer away or like keep my distance. Like I said, it's just so hard to like hang out with people or like work with people who are never willing to compromise or even like try things your way. You know what I'm saying? All right, next question. When is the last time you felt lucky to be you? Honestly, I feel like it was like the other day. I was kind of like, I had a moment of gratitude. I was kind of just standing in my apartment and I was like, I love my apartment. Like my apartment is perfect. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's expensive, but the location is great. My actual apartment itself, like my space, it is so nice and it's so me. And that's something about me is like my space is so important to me i've always been that person who like grew up in their fucking room like i just need my own personal space and i need it to be like decorated in a way that makes me feel like comfortable and creative and i just feel like i've really built my space to be exactly that honestly and i was kind of just standing in my apartment the other day and i was like i'm so happy here like i'm so happy in my space and i'm so happy that i'm able to live here and you know i built my own little like podcast studio out of my apartment like i'm supporting myself i moved across the country to be where i am and i just like had a moment where i was like damn i'm proud of myself and i'm like so happy to be where i am right now i don't know like i said it was just kind of a moment of gratitude and a moment of realizing like damn, I really appreciate all of this and I'm happy to be living this life. (laughs) All right, the next one is what would you tell your younger self and what have you learned from this lesson? I think there's two things. I think I would tell my younger self to question things more. I don't know what it was, but when I was younger, I was just so obedient, such a rule follower. I just like, I never wanted to like let people down especially like adults or authority figures and so I feel like I just most of the time just went along with a lot of things and I didn't really question it like you know how do I feel about this does this make sense to me does this feel right like I just would kind of go along because that's what I was told to do or that's what I was told was the right thing and that kind of like conditioned me to not really question other people or like what other people believed how other people acted like I just I don't know I think it's also the fact that I'm like really not judgmental of people at all truthfully i've literally always been like you do you i'm gonna do me like i genuinely do not care what you do as long as you're not like hurting other people or doing something so morally wrong so i feel like that also like played a part in me just kind of going with the flow but now that i'm older i've definitely learned how important it is to ask questions and question other people and question people's actions especially question things that other people ask of you or things other people want from you so i would say like what i learned from that lesson was just how important it is to like ask yourself like yes question other people about like what they're doing or what they're telling you but also ask yourself like do you agree does this feel right do you want to do this you know like it's so important to like have a say or just to even like form your own opinion on other people's actions by questioning what they're doing so i've really learned like the importance of asking questions especially asking yourself questions but another thing that i would tell my younger self is to give people the benefit of the doubt or just kind of a chance to prove their intentions to me i now realize how rare and special relationships are and that you really won't find the same person twice and i feel like when i was younger i would just like kind of stopping friends with people over like petty reasons or like small fights or really tiny things that they did to me i would just kind of push people away and be like ah i don't want to be hurt 
but I didn't realize how simple it is to like work through problems or you know how easy it is to like just confront somebody and have a conversation that's all things that I struggled with when I was younger you know I wasn't very confrontational I wasn't somebody who liked to have conversations about things and so I would just kind of like scoot people out of my life and be like ah I'll be fine I'll find another friend like yeah you will but you won't find that exact friend again so I definitely you know drill those things into my younger self what's your father's name and one thing about him I don't really want to say his name because I like to keep my family private but something about my dad is that he has grown so much from when I was younger like it's kind of crazy to me for me to see I feel like he really learned to let go of some old toxic perceptions and ideas that he had and he's just so much more open to listening and understanding now which is huge and I've just seen so much personal growth from him and that's like so crazy and amazing to see from your parent because when you're younger like you see your parents a certain way and as you get older you know you start to understand the world a little bit more you start to understand people a little bit more social situations all of that and you start to see like who your parents really are and just who they are in the world and just watching him like grow so much and become such a better person just in himself and to other people has been like so crazy to see as like his daughter and like you know part of me is like it's kind of hard to see because when you see your parents like change in better ways once you're older it's like damn like i just wish you could have changed when i was younger and you could have like been there more or just like been more supportive or more understanding or whatever it is so it is hard it's hard to see but it's also like i'm so proud of him and i'm so happy for him and i like he's truly creating the life that he wants to live and like doing everything for himself so like i couldn't be happier for him but you know it's kind of like bittersweet but i am just like so proud of him so happy for him Okay, what is the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? I feel like this question could go a few different ways, but I'm just going to tell a little story. So, like two summers ago, I went to Hawaii with my friends. We were living it up. Hawaii is my one of my favorite places on earth. Like, it's amazing. We were having the best time. And one day, we were like, let's go watch the sunset from the top of a volcano so fun right so we're driving up this volcano everything's great we're smoking we're having a great time we get to the top and it's so beautiful the sun is setting all we can see is like the clouds and the sunset in the sky we're standing on this volcano it's so windy it's so cold but like it's so beautiful we're having a great time we're like smoking in the car we're getting out and like walking around it's so fun when the sun sets you can literally see like the whole galaxy because hawaii is an island you can see the stars so so well and you can literally like see the galaxies i'm not even kidding so we were like there past sunset looking at the stars everything was so beautiful and finally we were like okay we should try to go home all of a sudden i start to feel really lightheaded i'm like this is this is weird but you know what i'm thinking about the factors i smoked like four blunts I then proceeded to go to very high elevation. If you know, elevation will really increase like how high or drunk you are. So, you know, you're not really supposed to like drink or smoke in elevation. So I'm like, all right, yeah, it's making sense. I'm, I'm about to go out, lights out for Vanessa, but it's okay. Like I'm good, I'm in the car, I'm safe. Like if I pass out, it's fine. 
like no but like i'll be okay like some of you are like bitch go to the hospital but like i've passed out a couple times in my life like this is kind of a reoccurring thing for me so i know what to do like i was with my friends i was fine i was chilling in the car all of a sudden lights out (laughs) i just pass out i wake back up to everybody kind of in a panic and i'm like what's going on (laughs) i just passed the fuck out I don't even know if anybody noticed. I think everybody thought I fell asleep. So I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, I just passed out. And they're like, yeah, bro, you were sleeping. And I was like, no, I passed out. Like, just like lightheaded, knocked out. They were like, oh shit, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, guess what? The car won't turn on. My friend is like trying to turn on the car. The battery is dead. It's not turning on. At this point, like I said, we had stayed there past the sunset, past the nighttime. It's probably like 11, no, what time? I don't know. Like, I literally don't know. It was probably 10 o'clock at night. There was other people up there, like, watching the sunset and stuff. But as it got later, everybody was leaving, like we were trying to do. (laughs) So I think some people had asked us, like, are you guys okay? Like, do you need a ride? Like, but we were like, no, because my friend didn't want to leave their car on the top of this volcano. So we were like, we're going to figure it out. It'll be fine. Like, my friend was calling everybody they knew on the fucking island. Finally, last resort call. This guy who's like an island native answers the phone and is like, yeah, I can come get you guys. Like, I can come up there. I can jump your car or whatever the fuck needed to happen. Even just like, like, I don't even know. As you guys heard, I'm like passed out halfway in the back seat. So this whole panic is going on. I'm knocked out. Like I'm like in and out of being awake. So finally this island guy is on his way up the volcano, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. We're seeing a good ending. You know, we're gonna get home tonight, right? (sighs) The island guy calls my friend. Hey, I'm on my way up the volcano. My battery just died. My battery just died. We were like, this is a fucking joke. This is a fucking joke. Like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. Somehow, he finds an extra battery in his car. I don't even know how this shit works, but car started again. Thank fucking God. We can't get my friend's car to get going, so we just get in this island guy's car, and I'm just calling him island guy because I don't remember his name, but we get in his car. He starts driving us down the volcano. We're like, oh my god, this has been the longest night ever. At this point, it's like one o'clock in the morning. Like, I don't know how, but hours have passed. Let me paint the picture. The road to get up and down this volcano is a one-way road that is supposed to work both ways, you know? it's It only fits one car, but it's supposed to be able to be like a way to get up and a way to get down. There's only one road, barely fits two cars. Like, maybe a car could pull over a little bit, but barely for another car to pass anyway super small road and it's super windy like it is curvy 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 the whole way up the whole way down like and on the side of the road is just lava rocks huge hard <laughs> lava rocks so this island guy is flying 60 miles per hour down this windy one-way little ass road and he keeps like like he has his hand on the wheel he keeps looking in the back seat and being like so how, how are you guys trip going how's it going you guys having fun like fully turning to us in the back going 60 miles per hour down this super curvy road my friend like we're all terrified but my friend is like watching the road because she's like okay i need to be the one to be like hey heads up slow down so she's like yelling like every two seconds like curve and he'd be like like (laughs) i swear to god like we almost crashed 15 times eventually we make it home like at this point we haven't eaten in like 12 hours we're fucking starving but like it's 3 a.m nothing is open we're in hawaii like 
we just go back to our Airbnb and like cry ourselves to sleep basically. <laughs> it was terrifying. It really just felt like a, a fever dream and that's why I wanted to tell this story because that's probably the most unexplainable thing that's happened to me even though I can explain it. It's just like it's so like one of those like yes the story sounds crazy but you had to be there to really experience the true horror and the true panic. I don't even know. It was just like one thing after the other. All right, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? Hmm, I don't know. I feel like I've always really believed in myself and I've never, I've always been someone who's so passionate and so determined and I've never really been like someone to highly doubt myself or be like, ooh, that could never happen for me. Like I've always been like, that could happen to me. (laughs) I've always believed in myself. So there's nothing too crazy, but maybe just like some of the opportunities that I've had from moving to LA. I think my younger self would believe it, but she would be like, wow, that's so crazy and that's so cool, you know? So maybe just the fact that I like kind of worked in the music industry for a second, not really directly in the music industry, but I was working in like social media management for music artists. And I was just working with like such cool artists, people's music that I would actually listen to. And it was just like so casual and so chill and i would just be like casually hanging out with like platinum artists or like big names in the industry like it was just really cool i even worked an event at michael jackson's house in la which was just crazy like i just that's probably something that like my younger self would be like what no way i don't know just like some of the connections that you make from being in la or working out here are so cool and i think my younger self would be excited about that All right, what is your favorite adjective with which to be described? I'm going to name a few because there's some, there's a few words that are like very flattering to me. Inspiring, creative, wise, well-spoken, driven, or just like a compliment to my energy. Like some people say I have like really calming energy and that is so fucking nice to hear. But yeah, my like creativity is something that's really important to me and something I take a lot of pride in. And also just, I, like, my goal in life basically is to inspire other people. So for people to describe me as inspiring or, like, well-spoken just makes me feel good about myself. Ooh, if you could instill one personality trait in your child, what would it be? Ah, fun fact, I don't want children. (laughs) I mean, life could change. I'm literally 21, so of course I don't want children right now. But maybe when I'm 30, I'll be feeling like settling down having a bunch of babies and we'll see i don't know anything can happen right now i don't really see it for myself but i'm still like open to it but if there's one of my personality traits that i could really instill in my child and like make sure my child has i think it would have to be my determination i've talked about this before in other episodes but like my determination is something that i take a lot of pride in it's so important to me it's something that's helped me through so many things and It's something that I'm so grateful that I like naturally feel so determined towards the things that I want to do. And I'm naturally someone who like will not give up until I reach my goals. So I think I definitely want my child to have that. But I think determination can also push you through a lot of other things. Like if you're trying to do something and you're having moments of low self-esteem or moments where you're kind of doubting yourself, you don't really believe in yourself. You're like, I don't know if I can do this. Your determination can drive you through those feelings to still complete what you want to do. Because regardless of your, if you're kind of like, I don't know if I'm capable of this, I don't know if this will work. 
if you're determined to see it through and see how it turns out anyways, you're going to push through no matter what. You're going to get to the end no matter what. And so I think determination can be so helpful in those moments of doubts. Oof, this next one. What is the hardest part about dating you? Mm. I think I would say my sensitivity, but also how easily I can be paranoid about other people's intentions. I am a pretty sensitive person and I can easily take things really personally, which is something I'm working on. But if you're someone who is kind of blunt or unfiltered, I think that it can easily come off as like very harsh or even offensive to me. I'm also a very big like words of affirmation person. So the things that people do say to me, I don't take super lightly, which like I said, I'm learning. But that can definitely bring up challenges in a relationship because people communicate in such different ways. And I'm someone who needs like very soft love. And it's like, I don't need you to like sugarcoat things. Like, tell me how it is, but like, say it in a kind way. (laughs) I don't know. That's just why I'm saying like people who are like blunt or unfiltered or people who just say it how it is and, you know, expect you to understand that they don't mean it in a rude way. To me, it's, it's hard to understand that in the moment. I'm just like, ow, why'd you say it like that? And I think that can definitely bring up challenges in relationships because things can be taken the wrong way. It can cause miscommunications, all of that. And then also, like I was saying, me being paranoid about other people's intentions can just kind of put me in my own head and make me like, well, what did they mean by that? Or no, I think they really tried to hurt me there. (laughs) You know, like I can just read too deep into things. The next one is think of someone that you admire. What made you think about them specifically? Okay, first person to pop in my head is my sister. I have always admired her creativity and her talent. That's something that I've always wanted for myself. And seeing her just be such a natural at everything creative and truly seeing how much talent she has has always been like such an admirable characteristic to me. I would also say her strength of just getting through everything that we've been through. Definitely, like, just being my older sister, she's always been a huge role model in my life and someone that I've genuinely looked up to. And especially somebody that I look up to in harder moments. You know, when we were younger and we're living in the same house and dealing with the same family problems, I'm just so happy that I had her. And she was always a lot stronger than I was when we were younger. So I just like grew up watching her like going through so many hard things and dealing with our family problems and she was just always so strong through it all and still is very strong. So definitely admire that about her. And another thing I admire about her is just how open she is to expressing her opinion. She's always been someone who speaks up for what she believes. She will always say something if she feels like she's not getting like fair treatment or if she just doesn't agree with what's going on, if she doesn't want to do something. She's always just like spoken up for herself and been able to say like, this is what I think. (laughs) And even as a young child, she's always done that, like especially when she was younger, honestly. I don't know. I was more reserved when I was younger. And so I was always like, damn, she's saying what I'm thinking. (laughs) I was like, go girl. I just love my sister and she's absolutely someone I admire. Next is what's the most fun you've ever had? That's so hard to like narrow down to one moment of my life. But honestly, if I had to just like throw one out there right now, I would say my Hawaii trip that I was just talking about. Two summers ago, I went to Hawaii with my friends. We went to Big Island. It was amazing, even despite that horrifying volcano trip. 
It's stories like that that made the trip like so memorable and so fun. But that entire trip was just like so carefree. Obviously, I was there uh, for like a week, uh, you know, it was my vacation, so I wasn't working. Every day, we were just waking up and exploring all day long. Like when I say all day, I mean, we would wake up before the sun rose and then we'd be up like all night too. Like we just like barely slept that whole trip, but it was amazing. We were brushing our teeth on the side of the road just so that we could catch the sunrise like right by the tide pools. We were jumping off random bridges that we would drive by. We were trying such amazing food. Hawaii has great food. There was so much nature. I'm such a nature person. It was literally my heaven. We were just constantly exploring, like hike after hike, waterfalls, swimming, sunrises, sunsets, cool shops, food. Like it was my dream. That whole week was just so memorable, so amazing. It's definitely one of the highlights of my life. Okay, what have you tolerated from people in the past that you no longer have space for? Maybe like a lack of trust. I'm gonna name a few things, but lack of trust. Like when you have built a relationship with someone and they still show you in so many ways that they don't trust you, it's so frustrating and it's so disheartening and it's like, what the fuck can I do? Like, (laughs) and a lack of trust can often stem from insecurities. So I just feel like that's something I don't really want to tolerate anymore because it's like, it's immature, you know, work through your own insecurities so that you don't have to like reflect that on me as in like, you don't trust me. I just don't want to deal with that and I shouldn't have to. I would also say maybe peer pressure, just like doing what others wanted, even if I didn't really want to do that. Now I just like make sure I have a say in things. I don't know. I've always been someone who gets really frustrated by doing things that I don't want to do. I think everybody fucking relates to that. But now more than ever, like I'm going to choose the route that I want to choose. You know, like here's a simple example. Say you go out with your friends, like you're out to like a late dinner and then they're like, let's go to the club. And you're like, nah, guys, I'm going to head home. Like this dinner has been great. I'm so glad I got to see you all. Love you guys. Have fun at the club. But I'm so tired. I'm going to go home. And they're like, no, you have to come out. Oh my God, it'll be so fun if you come, blah, 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 blah. I'm at the point now where I'm like, no, no, (laughs) I'm going home. Like, I know I'm going to have a shitty time if I lean into this like peer pressure, if I lean into like what you guys want me to do, when really I'm dreaming about a blunt in my bed right now. That's just a light example of like how I choose my own way and don't really lean into peer pressure anymore. And then I would also say that like, I don't tolerate shitty friendships anymore. I feel like I never really tolerated shitty friendships. Like for the most part, I would just either be like, bye, we're not going to be friends if (laughs) this is how you're going to be. Or I would just, you know, stop putting effort in and it would just fizzle out over time. But of course, there's been times where I've dealt with friends who just don't really like reciprocate the same energy. Friends who are like selfish and really put their own wants over yours. People who like aren't going to compromise for you. People who are just like flaky and don't respect your time. People who just kind of like come off as fake because they'll like text you randomly and then like never fucking answer. (laughs) Or just like see you out and be like, oh my god, we totally have to hang. And then just like never ever reach out to you. Like I'm just over that, you know, like I've had my fair share. I think I'm good to go. I'm not going to deal with it anymore. Next question. What are you feeling a lot of lately? 
definitely boredom i don't know recently i've just kind of been like what the fuck am i doing what am i doing with my time what am i doing with my life i love to relax and chill and just vibe but at the same time i'm someone who can be really spontaneous someone who likes to go on adventures and explore things see new places meet new people and i feel like i've been like so cooped up and haven't been doing that or giving myself those opportunities and it's not like oh, I've just been doing nothing with my life. Like, no, it's because I've been working and like grinding on my podcast and stuff. I'm putting my energy into places, but when you're constantly just in a cycle of like working, you start to get a little bored and you're like, all right, I need to spice up my life a little bit. I need to do something. But I will say that I think my boredom is driving my creativity because now that I've been a little bit more bored, when I'm just like sitting alone, like watching TV or something, I get bored and I'm like, okay, let me think about something creative. And instantly like my creative drive is so much more, I'm like planning interior design in my apartment. I'm like spicing things up. I'm planning my tattoos. I'm trying to piece new outfits in my closet together. Like the boredom is bringing out my creativity. So that's very nice. So I have been feeling bored lately, but I've also been feeling creative. What are you currently working through that others don't see? God, so much. I think the biggest one would be controlling my emotions. I'm a very sensitive and emotional person and with that can cause like explosions of emotions or just emotions pouring out of you in ways that can come off unhealthy or can even hurt other people. And I'm just trying to be more like calm, cool and collected, able to communicate without like being so emotional. So definitely controlling my emotions. And I would say with that, like also trying to make all of my relationships in my life healthier, just like healthier communication, healthier ways of dealing with conflict, overall healthier. And I would also say I'm trying to be more optimistic than pessimistic. I don't think I'm like a super pessimistic person. And I think that I'm very optimistic about certain things. But I also have moments where I can like easily pick out the bad in a situation or I'm frustrated doing something I don't want to be doing or frustrated when I hit a bump in the road or something that I feel like is going to like set me back, quote unquote. I feel like I can easily like slip into like complaining about like, oh, this didn't work out or oh, I have to do this. And I'm trying to just be like, yeah, those parts exist, but there's always good in a situation. If there's bad, there's always good. Like there is always both. So I'm trying to just like steer my mindset more towards seeing the good, seeing the benefits of what's coming out of something rather than just complaining and pointing out all the bad. But overall, I feel like I'm constantly working through things that people don't see. I think everybody is. I think what other people see is like so minimal in what everyone is going through. And that's why it's always important to remember like everybody's always going through things. Everybody's dealing with their own shit. Be nice to everybody and be mindful of that. Oof, this next one. What did your last relationship teach you about yourself? A lot. (laughs) A lot. Definitely that I was very codependent. I didn't see that until I was like out of the relationship, but I did rely on that person a lot and even emotionally, I feel like I relied on that person and I felt like I like needed that person to be the one who like cared about me and took care of me or whatever. I don't know. I just lacked a lot of independence in that relationship, leaned on that person way too much, but I also learned that I needed to be inspired by my partner. I think there was certain aspects about that person that I was inspired by, but overall, I want a partner in life who I'm very inspired by creatively and very motivated by to work hard and inspired to be myself, express myself. Like, I want to be inspired in so many different ways by my partner, and I feel like I lacked that a little bit in my last relationship. So it kind of taught me that I needed that in the future. 
And that relationship also taught me that I wanted people in my life with similar interests. I think that person and I were so different and that's okay. It's totally fine to be different than your partner, but I really wanted to like have more things to relate on and more things to share excitement about. So it taught me that that's something that I really need to look for in relationships with others, even friendships, you know? Next question, who in your life can you be most vulnerable with? I feel like it's always my romantic partners. I don't know why, but I always feel closest to the person that I'm dating. I feel like I just have a sense of like comfort and a sense of trust with them. The person that I'm dating becomes like my best friend, my favorite person, the person that I'm putting like majority of my time and energy into. And I feel like your partner is naturally someone that you share so much of your life with. It's not like you're hiding certain things from them or not letting them in on like your new accomplishments or like things that you're going through. Like obviously the person that you're dating, they're going to notice if you're like going through something they're going to be like, hey, what's up? Like, do you want to talk about it? Not that you always have to talk about it, but I think that that definitely invites vulnerability and it kind of sets you up to like gain a sense of trust and become comfortable with that person to let them know like what you're going through even if it's something small even if it's something you're going to deal with on your own to just be like hey i might be acting off i'm going through this you know like i feel like relationships romantic relationships specifically are just set up to like make you vulnerable with each other and that's definitely how it is for me okay a few more questions what is the hardest lesson you've learned in love i think that it was hard for me to come to terms with the fact that unconditional love is extremely rare and hard to find. To find someone who accepts you and loves you for exactly who you are and not who they want you to be or who they envision you to be, who they made you out to be in their head, can be a little difficult. I think people can easily switch up when you make different decisions than they would, when you make mistakes, when you disappoint them just in any way. Basically, when you turn out to be like not who they thought you were or you show like different sides of yourself, people might start to pull away or distance themselves. And it's hard to find people who will like stick with you through everything and just love you through everything and like know who you are at your core so they see past your mistakes. They see past some bad decisions or some different decisions than they would make. I don't know. I feel like obviously everyone wants unconditional love and that was something that kind of hit me hard when I learned like, oh, unconditional love is not super easy to come by. Okay, this next one is kind of like the wild card, but it's just a little reminder. So it says, be more interested in understanding others than being understood. This is something that I really learned in my current relationship. I think when you have a misunderstanding with someone or you disagree with someone, you get in a fight with someone, it's easy to get defensive and be quick to kind of tell your side of the story or even just like clear up your intentions like, wait, no, I meant this. But sometimes the other person just wants to be heard and understood. They want you to just sit and listen to their feelings or how you affected them, no matter what your explanation is or no matter what your intentions were. When someone comes to you to clear up a misunderstanding or to clear up something that happened between you two, something that might have hurt them, they just want you to hear them and understand how they feel. They want you to get where they're coming from. Yes, it's nice for you to sit and be like, I'm so sorry I made you feel that way, but I really meant this and this and this. No, 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 you took this the wrong way. I actually was saying this. I think when you jump to that, the other person can kind of feel shut down or like you're kind of dismissing what they're saying. But I think they truly just want to be acknowledged and understood. Like the reminder said, it's not about you explaining to a point where they can understand you. It's about you listening to the point where you can understand them. 
That's definitely huge. So I'm glad they threw this reminder in there. And last but not least is another little wild card. And it says, write a note to your younger self. I'm not actually going to sit here and write a note, but I'll just tell you what I would write in the note. I think I would kind of write a note of appreciation. There's so many parts of me that I feel like stem from my inner child and that makes up who I am and that's so special and important to me. And as an adult, I still even have like my childlike wonder, just this ability to believe in things that I can't see or things that can't be proven. Just like when I was younger and I'd run around my backyard with a little magnifying glass being like, I think I found a fairy. (laughs) You know, like I still have that part of me and I would just want to express to my younger self like how much I appreciate that and how much that has really stuck with me through my whole life and how that's so special to me and I never want to let that go. And that's all just because of like who I was when I was younger. But that's honestly such a good idea. I think you guys all should write a little note to your younger self or even just like think about it and just be like, what would I write to my younger self? What would I want to tell my younger self? You know, would it be like kind of a note of appreciation or would it be like, hey, heads up, you might want to learn this. (laughs) Or would it be like telling your younger self where you're at now and, you know, hoping she's proud of you? I don't know. I think that's a really cute idea. So you guys should participate. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I always appreciate you. Thank you for your constant love and support. Let me know if you guys liked the style of video of me just like answering questions about different topics. I can definitely do another one. I could even do like another version of this We're Not Really Strangers card game. Like I could do the friendship version with like a guest. I don't know. I'll figure it out if you liked it. But for now, you guys can keep up with me on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, like, comment, turn on my notifications show some love. And if you're an audio listener on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate my podcast. Thank you to everyone who has rated and given a review. It helps me so much, so I'm so appreciative. And if you want to keep up with my podcast on socials, you can follow my Instagram at Collective Delusion Podcast. You can follow the TikTok at Collective Delusion Pod. And you can follow my personal Instagram at Killnessa with three L's in the kill. So thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you guys next week. Mwah.